You're listening to Love and War with David Harwood. This is a weekly podcast where David offers spiritual insights that are aimed to enhance your relationship with God, yourself, and others. If you are edified by what you hear, please recommend this podcast to people you love. Now, here's David. This is our 16th podcast corresponding to day 16 of our devotional. Today we're speaking about a repentance paradigm. We've been working with a repentance paradigm found in Ephesians 4. It is a standard description of the process of true repentance. Ephesians 4 verse 28 He who steals must steal no longer, but rather he must labor, performing with his own hands what is good, so that he will have something to share with one who has need. Note, this verse immediately precedes the verses we've concentrated on. It exemplifies the pattern we find therein, so we might follow this together. Here it is again, starting from Ephesians chapter 4, verse 28 through to verse 32. I'm reading from the Lexham English Bible. Well, I put in, uh, instead of Christ, I I put in the Messiah uh, for myself. And I hope that you're able to still see the beauty of Jesus as I speak of him as being the Messiah. All right, I'm beginning to read. The one who steals must steal no longer, but instead must labor working with his own hands what is good so that he may have something to share with the one who has need. No rotten word must proceed from your mouth, but only something good for the building up of the need in order that it may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. All bitterness and rage and wrath and clamor and abusive speech must be removed from you together with all wickedness. Become kind toward one another, compassionate, forgiving one another, just as also God in the Messiah has forgiven you. Paul wrote, Stop doing that. Start doing this. Instead, look at the pattern. Repent from stealing work and share instead. Repent from rotten words, edify others instead. Repent from bitterness, rage, wrath, clamor, and abusive speech. Become kind instead. The same model holds true in our instruction about inner speech. Here is the paradigm, here is the repentance paradigm applied to our inner narratives. Do not allow any rotten inner conversation proceed from your heart about yourself to yourself. Instead, concentrate upon what is wholesome and strategically strengthen your soul according to your immediate need. Make it your ambition to please God with your meditations and impart grace to your inner being and don't make God sad. All bitterness and rage and wrath and clamor and abusive speech towards yourself must be removed from you. The pattern we find is, stop that, change direction, start this. 
Well, with what might we replace self-directed bitterness and rage and wrath and clamor and abusive speech? What is the positive replacement? What should we do instead? What is the apostles' counsel? This. Become kind toward one another, compassionate, forgiving one another, just as also God in the Messiah has forgiven you. Ephesians 4 verse 32. In this verse, the believing community is called to turn from ungodly interactions and develop holy attitudes. Let's reflect upon and apply this exhortation, Ephesians 4.32, in line with what we considered regarding our inner narrative. Become kind towards yourself. Become compassionate towards yourself. Become forgiving and favorable towards yourself. Talk to yourself in the way God, in the Messiah, has forgiven and been favorable towards you. Let's begin to examine some of these words. It is time for a brief excursion into Biblical Greek. Become kind, chrestas, to one another. Compassionate, eusplechnas, forgiving, charizomai, be favorable towards each other, just as also God and the Messiah has forgiven, charizomai, been favorable towards you. The three words we're looking at are chrestas, yusplenchnas, and charizomai. We'll examine the first two today. Here we go. Become kind. The word chrestas describes Jesus' gentle, mild, easy, kind yoke. Matthew 11, verse 30, For my yoke is easy, chrestas, and my burden is light. Paul telling them to become kind, instructed his disciples to not put heavy burdens on one another. We can be kind and release people from the burdens of our personal expectations. Along with that, take a look at this use of chrestas pertaining to your father. Luke 6 verse 35, But love your enemies, and do good, and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great and you will be sons of the Most High, for he himself is kind, chrestas, to ungrateful and evil men. Jesus described kindness as loving and doing good to our enemies. This includes helping them economically and not expecting them to repay. When I read this, I realize that kindness releases people from even our reasonable expectations. Here is something that surprised me. Paul wrote that our morals, our ethics, should be good or kind. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33, Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good, chrestas, morals. Ethics that do not produce kindness, but promote proud judgment, are not good. Sometimes we may need to think about how our self-directed expectations need to be transformed into that which serves our kind God. Let's become kind. Let's express kindness to ourselves in our inner narratives. You may need to release yourself from reasonable and unreasonable expectations 
and embrace a way of viewing life that causes you to be kind to yourself. You need to become compassionate towards yourself instead. Become compassionate. In Ephesians 4 verse 32, the Greek word translated compassionate or tender-hearted is euspenchnas. When I looked at it, I saw that it could be crudely translated as good guts. So I knew there had to be a better definition. Launida is a standard Greek-English lexicon. Every word in the New Testament, every nuance of each word is cataloged therein. When I looked up Yusplanknas, there I saw it defined along these lines, quote, pertaining to being affectionate and compassionate, close quote. Paul is calling for the believers to be affectionate towards each other. This is an emotion. It is viscerally felt. Peter used this word too. He wrote, to sum up, all of you be harmonious, sympathetic, brotherly, kind-hearted, and humble in spirit. 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 8. A healthy inner narrative follows the same pattern. Instead of being self-embittered or angry at ourselves, we are to transform our inner narrative to a consecrated self-communication of kind affection. We consecrate the meditations of our heart to give God's presence pleasure. We are actually called to be generous in our interpretations of our motives and actions. This flies in the face of our culture of self-examination and self-recrimination. Before the throne of God, who dwells within your heart, partner with the great high priest and become your own advocate. Our next post, our next podcast, will concentrate on the last part of this exhortation. Meanwhile, Please consider the call to become kind and affectionate towards yourself. Your inner being lives in the presence of the holy God who loves you. Let's give his presence pleasure. My hope is that everyone who hears this will become sensitive to the human tendency to be one's own adversary. Let's not partner with the adversary. Let's align ourselves with our advocate. Along the lines of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32, please become kind towards yourself. Become compassionate towards yourself. Become forgiving and favorable towards yourself. Talk to yourself in the way God and the Messiah has forgiven and been favorable towards you. Let's pray. O oh, Father, in the name of the Messiah Jesus, May the words of my mouth and my heart's deepest thoughts give your presence pleasure. Love and War is written and presented by David Harwood. Editing is by David and Sammy Avino, who is also the producer and technical advisor for the podcast. David is the pastor of Restoration Fellowship in Glencove, New York, and the author of the books, God's True Love and For the Sake of the Fathers. To purchase copies of David's books, please go to loveofgodproject.org.
The theme song for this podcast is Skirmish, from the album Combustion, which was written and performed by Leonard Jones. Additional episodes of Love and War can be downloaded on the Podbean app or through iTunes. For more information on Love and War, Restoration Fellowship, God's True Love, or For the Sake of the Fathers, visit us on restorationfellowshipny.com, loveofgodproject.org, book.forthesakeofthefathers.com, or you can follow us on Facebook at Restoration Fellowship NY, Love of God Project, Love and War DH, and For the Sake of the Fathers. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email David at loveandwar underscore dh at yahoo.com. As always, please remember to share Love and War and support us by leaving a positive review on iTunes and Podbean.